Danny. Hello. Jude. Hello. How do you two know each other? <laughs> Why are you laughing? What was that look about? Do you remember the first day we met? I do, I think so. So, the first time we ever met was outside, I can't which event we were at. Because I was with Magnus, or you with Magnus? Yeah. I think you with Magnus, who were like... I do remember this. Yeah. And like... I listen to whenever you in, you meet someone, you talk about when you met. And, I'm, and I always remember the one time I met you, but I don't remember meeting anyone, really. Yeah, we just kind of went so, to... So Danny made a lasting impact on <laughs> yeah, you. most definitely. We ended up going to that pub. So, Magnus gets a lot of stick on this podcast, right? Right. <laughs> but on, on route here, I was thinking, I don't actually give him enough credit for how he's opened up loads of doors for me and like, introduced me to so many people. I was thinking about it, I was like, fucking hell, he's going to come up a lot on this podcast. Magnus is the best. Like, <laughs> we call him because we love him so much. Like, yeah. Magnus is actually like... Well, no, we do it because he doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, so. that's well, yeah. <laughs> so that's so why he's we not even going to hear so let's not chat about him. But yeah, it's like, we went to an after party we that went- had shut. We went all the way to West London to like a party at that place in West, you know, that little room, Lalo? It was a Montclair event with Fragment. Montclair Fragment, you had a cool parker. Uh, and then Magnus invited me along and I was thinking, do I get one of these parkers as well? <laughs> and I didn't, I had like 5,000 followers on Instagram and I didn't get it. And then we ended up at Annabelle's. Oh my God, yeah. And then we ended up at a really shit pub in East London. Yeah. Drinking, what's your drink of choice? John Smith's. John Smith's. I gave you your first part of John Smith's. <laughs> you did indeed. And then there was like, was it karaoke or something? And Magnus, as soon as we got there, Magnus like, this is shit, I'm going home. And me and you just stayed and <laughs> yeah. had a few drinks and it was brilliant. Did you guys do karaoke? I definitely didn't. Well, so I don't I, know if you just stayed with a local and did that. I don't think I did, but I, th- I swear we made friends with the locals. What would yeah. your song of choice be? Mysterious Minds, Elvis. Not that I'd even know any of the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious girl by Peter Andre. <laughs> we were both like, what's this song? We don't know song. You know what that was? I've heard music. That was the first song that came to my mind and it wasn't even the right song. Great. Cool, so don't expect you to be doing karaoke yeah, if you invite him to the party. Unless you want a good mashup. <laughs> <laughs> so look, before you guys got fancy going, travelling around from West London to East London yeah. in private parties, you know, that's not where you started. You said you had 5,000 followers. You were, you were a blogger. I was a blogger indeed, yeah. So was this before or after kind of jumping? UAL? Yeah. What did you study at UAL? So I went to uni to study advertising. Oh. Only because it was... I went, I at was, LCC? Yeah, I did that course. Did you? Advertising. Yeah. Sorry. Why, why did you do it? I did it because my careers teach. Oh, I didn't want to go to uni and I thought everything's going to be fine. I'll just find myself in film. I wanted to do like film producing or something. And I went to my careers woman. She went through the list of all the careers and A, advertising was top. And I was like, let's roll with that. I reckon I could do it. And I did this. Didn't even visit the uni. So when I got out of the tube on the first day at LCC and looked up, I was like, you're joking. It's horrible. It's What's not LCC? a nice building. Elephant and Castle. And it's a London College of Communication. It's Wait. honestly, it's, it's tired. <laughs> it's tired. It's tired. So yeah, studied that and when I first moved into halls, everyone there was shocked at how much I was spending on clothes. I was like iron up Saint Laurent jeans at six hundred pounds. How old were you at this point then? Wow, I don't know. How old are you? 19, you 19, 18, 19. 18, 19. But I was just obsessed with clothes. Yeah. And I wasn't doing anything with it. And then this one guy, he lived he was the dorm opposite me. And he said, You need to start a blog. He was this like really enthusiastic guy. Start a blog, start posing, start doing all these like styling things and I oh, couldn't think of anything worse. But I did it. He, like, he like, every day, like, pestered me, would, like, knock on my door and be like, have you started that blog yet? So I did it. I didn't really go anywhere. Other than, I suppose, it got me into Instagram and it... Yeah. It got me into meeting Magnus and then I met you through Magnus. And... Oh, my God. So, like, where were you getting your inspiration from to want stuff like Cinnamon Jeans? I don't know. Kanye. Kanye. Rocky. We can't really say Travis it, Scott. But, yeah, Kanye, yeah. Yeah, Kanye. It... But yeah, uh, I definitely like their style, ASAP and Kanye, but... Came from a bit of everything, really. Tumblr days, looking at all the Tumblr 
content and so you always had like a good taste like well you say that but my favorite brand back then was probably like jack wills before st <laughs> genuinely i was like full jack wills full abercrombie oh my but god but i did yeah. everything so before we get on to like what i used to wear i've gone through like every style but it's like so where are you originally from bristol so what is there in Bristol then? Because it kind of gets brought up a lot. I've only been once. Bristol's a great White place. White with dreadlocks. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol so, is... Bristol's a great place. Yeah. It's a lot about music. The, the fashion scene there is just like vintage. Maybe a bit ah. of Stussy or a bit of, you know... Yeah. It's just sneakers and vintage clothes, really. Because is there much of like a high street? Oh, you're still shopping like online, was it? Online oh, mainly. just coming into London? A bit of everything. Mm. London, online, Instagram, but mainly there's just like standard shops, high street. Yeah. Have you been to Bristol? No. I think you guys need to go to Bristol and have a little... A what would you recommend in Bristol now? I know you put me on the spot. Probably, like the food scene's great. And we will but get fashion, onto food for yeah. sure. Fashion-wise, it's pretty, um, pretty tame. <laughs> So there's like went. a top man if top man's still around there's top man, urban access yeah top yeah. man went a year or two ago really? and that surprised me i haven't really known about it but i was like shit top man feels like it should be around forever there was two really good stores in bristol that sold our legacy and sort of introduced me to those brands that i now love uh which was quite like a pivotal moment just like now i love our legacy and that's where i learned about our legacy in bristol funnily enough were you like going into the store and like shopping yourselves or was there like that person in the store who you like annoy you annoying them and they would like tell you about all the different brands yeah so there was this one store in clifton which was like a nice residential area of bristol and there was this guy and he owned this shop and he would sell like old shoes and everything he'd sell it all to my dad and he'd be buying like apc acne our legacy and my dad would just go in there and get this guy who owns the shop he'd get his advice and he would buy all these shirts and all this like nice expensive stuff and I was kind of like that's what my dad's wearing and then this guy who owned the shop he gave the shop to his son and then it started they were still buying the same brands mm. instead of buying like a tame white or black our legacy shirt they were then buying like a bright orange one and Sick. then I saw and but this guy knew his stuff so you're right yeah. exactly what you said this guy got me into it to some extent I'd hate to give him credit for that <laughs> I'd <laughs> actually hate to give him but credit. we all do have that that's the thing we all, we all have that like yeah you know, where no, it's, it's like, like embarrassing to know that he, you know yeah you know some people get from like an older brother or like yeah. you know a colleague but yeah, there is that person. I remember going into stores and just being like, I like this. And the person's like, do you? And I'm like, oh, maybe not. No, no, no. And they're like, this one? Like, yeah, oh yeah, I like this one. You know? Yeah, I agree. No, exactly like that. Yeah. I think even in the Priory, like the Priory is a big thing for me where the Priory is like a, an independent menswear store similar to say Oi Polloi. Yeah. And they stock some amazing stuff and all the staff members dressed different, but in a really cool way where you could tell it was still a Priory Boy style. So you had like, someone was dressed like a skater, like... One guy like loved his big jackets. I remember he had this like cobalt blue Canada goose. And when I was like 15, 16, he was like, oh, I'll sell it to you for like, oh, I think I was blown away. He's like, yeah, this jacket's like two grand. I'd sell it to yeah. you for like 600 quid. I was like, oh, what? Like, no way. Like, I could have a two grand jacket for that. It's probably fucking do me over because. What brand was it? So I wasn't listening. Canada goose, no. Canada goose. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, was, I genuinely zoned out. <laughs> yeah, and just like put me on to loads of stuff. Like, he'd always wear like a Kaha chore jacket, like the black one with the gold buttons, but because he was ass to toe in tattoos. Yeah, I remember he had a big N-E-R-D tattoo on his neck and thinking that was cool. Oh, so. that could have been me, man. And you know my first ever tattoo I was going to get was going to be on my neck. Was it? I'm so glad what, I didn't do that. Kiss mark. What tattoos have you got now? I've got, I'm, I think I'm like subtly tattooed. Like people don't think I've got tattoos. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected it. Yeah. But like, you actually got off. quite a lot. I've got loads of shit ones on my leg that I did during lockdown on myself. Is no it your way. back you've got? As... Yeah, it goes all the way across there. But you know. This they're is nice, an... they're tasteful. For me, this is going back onto what I was wearing. I couldn't have got a tattoo because I know that if I'd got a tattoo five, six years ago, I, I, I couldn't, couldn't give you exact dates. But right. <laughs> Let's just say whenever it was, I can imagine I'd have had a Jack Wills logo on it. <laughs> 
And I just, I worry to this day, like, right, if I got a tattoo now, like, get the fucking Amy Leondor logo. Like, can oh you imagine? God, I just know sick. that, you know those things you're into back then? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, I really wanted a John Smith's horseshoe, or like the magnet. It's a magnet, isn't it, I think? You really could sure. do that. Girl. I wanted that on my ass cheek, though. <laughs> I wanted. I There's wanted not enough surface area there, man. <laughs> You've got no up. It covered both cheeks. <laughs> It'll like a visu. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So, you know, we're blogging, we're yeah. wearing Saint Laurent jeans, yeah. we're wearing some Pirates Vision shorts, I'm imagining. Head no, to toe, I avoided no. that, but yeah, you're on oh, the you right. Oh, you missed out. I missed out on those. I couldn't get them. You went, you went for Jack Wills instead. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I think what we're going to sort of get around to on this podcast a lot is, you know, you're a man of taste. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. you're always the go-to for plugging people, you know, where to go uh, for food, you know, stuff like that. Were you traveling a lot during this family holidays and was like shopping an element of what you wanted to do? Shopping in terms of traveling? Or like when you travel, like, yeah. was it like, I'm going to New York, oh shit, I'm going to all these spots? Oh yeah, so I remember like when I first, this was one of the early years of school, I was going to New York and like that thing, you know, when you cling on to like influencers, so I was clinging on to that guy at that store who introduced me to our legacy, but before that, I clung on to this guy at school, it was like the second day of starting secondary school, and this guy, I was like, he's dressed as well, but he's dressing well, but I'm going to tell him I'm going to New York for Christmas, I was going to New York with my family. And I was like, what are the good stores? And, and this guy was wearing Dolce & Gabbana, Armani. And we're talking like second, you know? And like, at this point, at this point, I'm wearing Quicksilver, Billabong. And I like, you know, got one of those beaded necklaces and I'm like, fucking love Cornwall, love surfing, you know? I want one of those, those RV, what are they, the little camper vans, the orange what, ones? What are they called, Matt? VWs. So that's, that's Matt, that's Matt, basically. <laughs> that, 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 I don't need to explain anything else. That's just Matt. But that is exactly what I wanted. And I was, so I was full Quicksilver, Billabong and everything. And then this guy's wearing Armani. I was like, I'm going to New York and he was like well you probably wouldn't understand it but they've got this store and this store. and I'm like okay shit this guy's it right you know <laughs> he says you could probably afford Abercrombie or something and he's like looking down at me and I'm like okay but I, I got into that I was like right I'm gonna go to Abercrombie so we went to New York for Christmas I, I couldn't tell you how old I was but young and then that did become a little thing I'd want to go to places learn about clothes I'd always be like dad we need to go up to London we need to go shopping I want to go to this store and that store but this was all just drawing that Jack Wills Abercrombie period <laughs> to be honest I remember when I used to come to London I used to write a shopping list on the train of stuff that I wanted to get and it was always like really rogue stuff like do you know what one store I used to be so excited to visit every time I went to London nope Lily White's <laughs> what Lily White's what's Lily White's Lily White's is basically Sports Direct it's the massive one on um, Piccadilly Circus Piccadilly Circus okay oh I so know so it's been I bought know. out by Sports Direct yeah. now so it is literally Sports Direct 5 what are you floors. doing just buying like tennis balls literally I wanted to Sick. get everything I was like if I'm in London like everything that I've saved up my money for instead of getting it in Driffield or whatever I want to be like I got this in London and I remember I got a pair of those like Umbra had a pair of AstroTurfs and they were electric blue and then when they brought out the pair one of them was blue and one of them was red that was the style of them and I was like this is incredible this is sick this is London. Brought them back, <laughs> brought them back to Driffield and got bullied for them. <laughs> Never went to London again till now. Exactly. I've definitely done that before where like you get a little bit brave, you buy something and then like someone says something you're like, never went that again. Yeah. Like, fuck, well, go fuck me. But it felt like a holiday kind of thing. So it's brilliant. But yeah. I thought you'd have brilliant. owned it though. I think I tried a little bit, but then. I think Danny, just... Danny at 15 is diff different to Danny at 25. Yeah. Were you a bit of a style icon then? Or? <laughs> this, this was way before 15. 15, I was like, I was wearing uh, like Roche Runs skinny jeans and Nike hoodies, like with a piercing between me eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Great luck. So you're in London. Yeah. You're doing up advertising. You're sat on the seventh floor of LCC. Yeah. Wondering Working why you're on there. Blog. Making taking this a bit is pics. So good, yeah. And you know, so you graduate and you decide, fuck advertising. I'm gonna work in fashion. Or you went, how can I mend how can I meld those two worlds? 
Yeah, so I think that was always it for me. It wasn't it wasn't advertising, it was just working in the creative field. And obviously I was spending loads on clothes and I had this blog and it sort of all comes together with like digital marketing. So I wanted to, I didn't know what I was gonna do to be completely honest. And then what was I doing? I was on a lovely like holiday in Mykonos, Santorini and I was like, I know I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna have no work, no money, end of uni. And then I remember there was this guy who's, when I first joined my school, he was like the, uh, I don't know what you'd call him, like the mentor. Yeah. And he showed me around the school and he was like, and then he sort of helped me out during the whole time I was at school. And he'd always take the piss out of me, how my mum was fit and everything. <laughs> Is your mum fit? When you're young though. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You know, she, she was young, so... Ironically, that's all the questions we got from the audience. Is, is Jude's mum fit? And then one's from your mum saying, am I fit? It's so weird. We were close. And then I saw him on LinkedIn and he was working at Mr. Porter. He was working at Burberry, Christie's. He was doing all these amazing jobs. Sick. So I just messaged him and said... Chris is in like the... Um, the auctioneer. Yeah. Like the, yeah, auctioneer. hell. So he was doing all these things, creative director of all these great brands. So I messaged... Why are you laughing? That's <laughs> such a good portfolio. <laughs> I'm laughing at you being like... Bloody hell. <laughs> like, it's normal to people workplaces, mate. Yeah, but Christie's and like... Yeah. Yeah, proper. Like, proper. <laughs> Leave me alone. You thought, you thought it was funny, yeah? Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. So you messaged him on LinkedIn. So I messaged him on LinkedIn and said, look, I've just finished uni, don't know what to do. And then he introduced me to Sir House and was like, why don't you come meet me for coffee at this members club? I was like, oh shit, I think I've heard of this place. You know, and I was... Which one was it? It was Little House Mayfair. It wasn't... Uh... It was just like a little, you know, we had lunch and then... I oh, know, actually, this was the last year of uni, so I hadn't finished, but I was writing my dissertation. So I'd go there and he'd be working on these crazy campaigns. And I'd go and work with him like every lunch and I'd be sat there writing my dissertation that was about something, you know, useless. And he was doing like <laughs> groundbreaking, amazing work. And then it came to finishing uni and I said, I don't know what to do. And he said, well, I'm at Burberry now and there's a job that's come up, app designer, do you want to do it? And I was like, app, like, what do you mean? Like mobile app, what sort of? And he was like, right, Google this, Google Sketch, which is similar to Photoshop, read how you design an app, like work it out. So I went and lived at my grandparents for like three or four days, studied on how to do this, designed a new Burberry app to present to them. And they were like, oh, you've got the job. I, to be fair, I got lucky. This guy hooked it up. Yeah. I mean, I owe him so much for that. And he's always helped me along the way. But then I was at Burberry and I was an app designer. That's so rogue. <laughs> like, that's kind of Because like, obviously doing the research for it, it's like, assistant digital product designer. Yeah, it's a lot of waffle, it's app design. <laughs> I so, designed, they had an app, an iOS, like a Apple app. How much do you have to design when you're going into like a presentation like that? I just uh, mocked up what I would make the Burberry app to be like. I don't think it had launched yet, so no one knew of the Burberry app. Yeah. Part of it was, can you present what you think the Burberry app should look like? So I just, Sick. he gave me a couple of hints. I was gonna say, what do you think like, cause obviously there's a lot of people going for that job and like you know, now you've sort of like been in the industry and you've got yeah. your own business now. What do you think if somebody were going, going to that now, what advice would you give them like way of thinking, approaching it. To be completely honest, I know everyone says it, but it's sort of who you know and not what you know. And I think yeah. the most important thing is networking. You know, like no, none of us would have fallen into where we are now without networking or meeting people. So when you say you're at the pub last night, that's great. Like get to the pub, meet people. Yeah. Be open to meeting people. I think that's the most important thing. 100%. If I didn't meet this guy, I mean, I met him at school. I didn't meet him at the pub, but I was open to meeting people, chatting to people, making but friends. But you've met people at the pub. I've met people at the pub. Yeah. yeah. Danny. Yeah. <laughs> the John Smith. Well, actually, if you want to meet Danny, you probably will meet him at a pub, in fairness. <laughs> that's probably the only place you can meet him. Yeah. More than likely. But also the most important question, what were you wearing when you had to present this? <laughs> So this is when I started to get a little bit cooler, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say. We'll be the judge of that. I was wearing a Comme de Garçons shirt, shirt. Nice. Like a nice striped, classic, poplin shirt. Brilliant. 
our legacy, like a wool relaxed blazer, navy. Ooh. I was wearing Ami double pleated trousers, although they were what they would call carrot fit. You know, those ones yeah, that are kind of, of... Double pleat always looks quite But it was double, yeah. Uh, it would have been nice if they were slightly wider on the ankle. And then I was wearing some Common Projects. I was going to say like, Common Projects for some reason. I used to wear Common Projects. I, I went through pairs and I don't, don't want to be rude, but I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they were cool at one point. I felt like they were. Works in advertising. Works in yeah. Common Projects. Common Projects, 100%. Yeah. The white ones? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Classic. Yeah. So I had some, maybe River Island ones that looked similar to that. <laughs> but yeah, and, overall, good fit. I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, if you if you wore that now, we'd be at the pub. Yeah, we'd go for a pint. Yeah, I'd be happy with it. But I was wearing I was wearing these common projects. I went through about six pairs. Love them. And then this girl I was seeing at the time was like, "Why are you not wearing the Air Force Ones?" And I was like, "Oh shit, that's what it's about." <laughs> <laughs> I moved to London. These wear Air Force Ones. Nike or Adidas? Oh, it goes through waves massively. Yeah, Adidas is on top right now. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. For me, Without I've always been Adidas. But then Nike are just Nike, Nike. You know, the... it's never really had a big thing up north. Not, well, maybe not in the northeast. Yeah. So, like northwest, obviously you've got like TNs and night fives and whatever. But yeah, then go, go to Liverpool, mate. Exactly. Well, they, okay, it's all changed now though, because it was you know one tens, but now whenever I go to Liverpool, everyone's wearing on running. Everyone wears no, on running yeah. trainers. Yeah, no. it's mad. I go to like because I'm a Liverpool fan, so I go to Liverpool yeah. games, and I swear to God, I'd say seventy percent of the crowd are wearing on running no. shoes. So you're at Burberry, and you enjoy making apps. Yeah. Enjoying having to go to Pimlico every day. Yeah. What was the discount saying? Discount was great, 50%. Sam 50? 50. But at the time, I wasn't a fan of Burberry. But if I look back at it retrospectively, it was a great time for Burberry. Christopher Bailey? Christopher Bailey, so nice. You'd see him in the lift. You'd, you'd, you'd go up to the office and he would just smile and you'd, you'd have a conversation with him. Super nice. Nice. And then it, you went into the Ricardo era, you know, and like you'd, oh, see, yeah, you'd see him at like Chilton Firehouse at four in the morning. And what, Ricardo? Yeah, Ricardo. <laughs> and then and then you'd see him in work the next day and he, he'd know he'd seen you or had a drink with you, but he wouldn't say anything. You know, like oh. he was Christopher Bailey was great. I think even the designs back then were more nostalgic, better yeah. designed throughout. I feel like Ricardo tried to just continue the Javonchi Watch the Throne. Yeah. Sample sales, what are they saying? Sample sales were great. You just go in, clear it out. Get there at 6 a.m. Were you reselling? Was I reselling? Would you, would you, buy, <laughs> would you buy 10 I tricks? Think I, I think I broke the contract now, but yeah, I was like doing big, like, yeah, I was doing big units. Yeah. <laughs> Trench coats, car coats. Oh sending them God. to friends back home. Yeah. How much did you get them for then? Because they were retail like sixteen hundred. You could get a car coat for about hundred pounds instead oh. of two grand potentially. No, but that's way. what everyone wanted. So everyone, would be like, have you seen a car coat? And everyone would size up or size down whatever they had. Yeah. But yeah, we'd all be on WhatsApp. We'd all be there. <laughs> to be honest, when the sample sells on, no work was done. Yeah. Like, at all. You'd all just go. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's unreal. Do you still have any of your stuff then? I do. It's all a little bit small now. Been going to the gym, eating a lot. I was just saying, <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. You've been eating. A, you, you eat well. Yeah, I eat really well. That's the problem. But yeah, none of it fits. But I do have a couple of car coats. They'd fit you perfectly. Well, yeah, two hundred quid. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought you could say two grand. I was like, this still sounds like a good deal. Yeah. You can flip it for more than that, mate. I mean, I do have a nice Burberry scarf. That could go a nice one. I got this package from Burberry, and I was like, what's in it? Did we discuss this on another pod? Because it was so rogue. No, we haven't. So, Are you going to say it was full of that? Jordan. <laughs> no. So, 
Inside it, it was a Burberry scarf. Gorgeous, still wear it all the time. Yeah. And then a Burberry tape dispenser, but not like one of the little like seller tape dispensers. Like you know, like a, a moving package tape like dispenser. A, it was green. It was green. Tape. Yeah. No, it was white with like the red, just says Burberry on the side of the red bit. But it's it like yeah, for, like, good. packing boxes. That. Mate, it's fantastic. Yeah. Goodness, mate. And it was like a roll of Burberry monogram tape. That's cool. You know, I don't want to sort of like swerve talking about it because some people are like, oh, it's like arrogant. But I think when you hear it in context <clears> of like, it's a marketing thing, yeah? Yeah. What's the best piece of gifting you've got? That move bike. Yeah, I think that's a great shout. Like, it's really nice. They gifted someone from DHL one as well, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's a big bit of kit to transport. Have you seen what it comes in? It comes in a TV box. Oh, really? And it comes with a picture of a TV, like a black and white TV on the front with a bike on the TV and says, like, outsmart the city. Because oh. they don't want it to get that because they were all getting damaged, so they pretend it's a TV. So the people look after it, the couriers. Nice. That's really good. So, I mean, you are, for me, quite synonymous with riding a van move. Do you think? Yeah, you and Sam. I, I think of you, you and Sam, I think... Like- Van move. Do you think? I was thinking more like Uber Lux. <laughs> <laughs> or like... No, it's good, it's good to aim Bronx somewhere. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'll be, I'll, I'll be walking around so- Soho, hear a little ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, we've bumped into you so many times on a van move. Yeah, that's true. And and it's not only van move that I think of you yeah. being synonymous with. You've also got a partner in crime, Sam. So, how did you two... How did that, that love story begin? So it was like a love story. Um... Funnily enough, this is where Magnus comes in the thing. So before I had met anyone that we know, invited to a StockX event and I've, I've seen Magnus and I know that he's at Magnus on Instagram. So I'm thinking, how the fuck did he get that? So I've gone up to him and been like, how did you get your Instagram handle? And he's like, who are you? And I'm like, no, 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 how did you get your Instagram handle? <laughs> and he's told me how he's finessed it from someone from Instagram. So I've gone back to work that day. I'm at Burberry. And um, we, we had this really good canteen. So I would go and do all my meetings down there and just sit on my laptop trying to work out how can I get Jude the handle? How can I get Jude the handle? And my boss would come down and be like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to work on this, you know, this new page or whatever it was. But I was actually just trying to get the handle. How I got introduced to Sam was, was Burberry heard about Gucci having a millennial council. So they would employ millennials to work out the best way of dropping product or testing product is this cool enough for this generation and so on Sick. so Sam and I because we'd wear cool trainers or cool brands or whatever it might be we got invited into this meeting with four so he was at Burberry he was at Burberry sorry yeah so the two of us were about he was in analytics and I was on like the creative side got brought into this meeting four of us and they were like, right, Ricardo's joining next week. How do we release his first collection? And it was this just like, uh, I don't know, how, how does he want to release it? You know? <laughs> He's done this before, surely. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit of an awkward, but we met and, and, you know, we were both probably wearing some cool trainers or something, the reason we were put into this meeting. And then he sees me in the canteen. Flash projects. Yeah, I was wearing comp projects, these are in TNs. But, you know, I had patterns and all these cool brands at home and whatever it might be. So I'm in the canteen working on how to get this Instagram handle. And he's come up to me after this meeting going, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just on forums, like trying to work out how to get an Instagram handle. He's like, all right, I know someone at Instagram, I reckon I can get it. And I went, shut. And I was like, and then I just hammered him constantly. <laughs> Every day. Have you messaged him yet? Have you messaged him yet? I was like, I reckon you can get some too. I reckon you can get some. And he was like, oh, it's just a big ask. I was like, look, I'll give you 500 quid. I need this handle. <laughs> I became like, this is a week after me and Magnus. And I was like, I need that handle. <laughs> So I every day messaging Sam going, if you, if you, you know, and at this point I didn't even know his name was Sam, I thought it was Sam. So I don't really know how to say his name. So I'd always be like, uh, you right, mate? Uh, have you messaged him yet? I need to get that handle. Anyway, then one day he texts me going, Jude, look at your handle. And we, he was Sam and I was Jude. And I was like, come on, this guy. Wait, Instagram's so he did it overnight without you even having to request it? Yeah, but he had messaged the guy on Instagram and he'd requested it. Sent him Fucking a Burberry hell. scarf from the sample sale. Nice, nice. <laughs> Anti-bribery, fuck it, there you are. How the fuck? 
you've got the most followers out of all those three people mentioned and you can't even get your full name not even like <laughs> yeah, Danny, you, can't even get Danny you can't even get Danny Lomas and the bastard that's got Danny Lomas hasn't posted since like 2012 or something oh I can 100% get it for you can you get me Danny because the person who hasn't <laughs> the person who's got Danny hasn't posted for years as well that's a tough one well guys if you but I can try if you see Danny change from Danny Lomas with two S's to Danny Lomas yeah Danny I still Lomas. think that's your name I, like, till recently I thought that was your name yeah it's two so S's. demoralizing put, like, put in the ass in Lomas <laughs> put in the low in if there's, if there's low like, mass in low mass. If there's like a runway show or a dinner, and there's just like the card that says Danny Lomas Danny Lomas with two S's. Yeah. What Did you not want to like throw like a dot or a number in there rather than having an arse in your name? I wanted three <laughs> S's so you could tell it's not like that. Yeah. And even that was taken. So I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not having after four. This, after this, let's talk. About, I, I genuinely think I can get it. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you and Sam, he, get, he gets you a... He gets me the handle, he gets himself a handle. And then we were talking about how can we do this on Instagram. We were super interested in marketing and growth hacking and how you can build a Is this for brand. yourself or is this for Barry? Just in general, so like whether it was what we do or... Or like for ourselves or building a brand or whatever it might be yeah we weren't interested in Burberry <laughs> the first thing the first thing we spoke about was you know we want Ferraris we want Lamborghinis how can we get that at Burberry like who do you know at Burberry who's driving a Ferrari mm. other than Ricardo you know he's got a driver but yeah. I'm not going to be able to get to Ricardo level overnight you know I'm not yeah. even going to be able to do that you know so we were talking about how can we make money you know Instagram's a great platform the reason we got brought into this meeting to talk about Ricardo's first collection is because we know what's going on with marketing so the first thing we said in that marketing in that uh, meeting was we should get Ricardo to release his first collection only on Instagram oh because this is when Instagram was like popping popping yeah. so they so Burberry came up with the B series which someone really high up took credit for but it was actually just Sam and I like no smashing way. out ideas yeah so they did a, a weekly drop similar to Supreme only available to shop on Instagram called the B series probably shouldn't say that should I but, <laughs> <laughs> to like cool people out for it leave yeah. it in general like there's so many places so many times where people's work has been credited by yeah. someone else so fuck it you know, there, there's obviously like nuances. People are higher up, they empowered you to do it, mm -hmm. or like they, they, they probably tweaked it. And like, yeah. but you know, the simple fact is they put you guys on that council for a reason, and that reason came into fruition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then you guys realised Burberry weren't going to pay you yeah, two we million pound a year. Ferraris. So you decided, I know, let's make a brand about a drink. Yeah. So effectively, during this whole period of time that was going on where I was trying to push Sam or Sam, but I thought his name was Sam and I didn't know how to email him or didn't, you know, just always be like, hello, Sam. I, didn't really know. I kept seeing him in Soha House. So I've gone to Soha House because my friend Lewis, who, you know, is sorting me out with his job at Burberry, he's got me a membership at Soha House. So I keep seeing this guy, Sam, at uh, Soha House and we're like, oh, is that that guy? I don't really want to go say hello to him. Like, I hope he's got my Instagram handle sorted, you know? <laughs> It was a bit, you know... It's like you want to that. ask him, but you don't want to stick with him for... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we one day just went on a random night out. I think it was at Soho House. Got absolutely plastered, and then we were just best friends. So we were going to Soho House a lot. We were drinking Bacantes. We obviously got the Instagram handle. And then we just thought, let's just roll with that. You know, we want a clothing brand. We want something that's going to get us money that isn't necessarily working for a big corporate company like Burberry. So we just rolled with that. Picante, let's start as a clothing brand. Were Picantes big at the time, or do you think you would you played a part in how... Because if it wasn't for you, I don't know if I'd always order Picantes. Yeah. yeah, it's a tricky one, I think. Whether it's down to the clothing brand or, or just things that Sam and I have done previously, I think Sam and I have had an impact on the popularity of Picante, even if that's just like a, a word or a phrase or a trademark. I, I, I think that like it came into my <clears throat> lexicon. 
yeah through yeah. through like yeah you guys in some way shape or form because I think yeah. it, it was one of those things where well, you said about it so much it's like have you ever tried a picante it's like no it's like as if you've never tried a picante it's like the drink yeah so everyone has to try one at least and then it becomes a drink where it's like oh, fuck it like were you doing <clears throat> I know I think Sam was doing this Comedy Garçon yeah brand so that's a funny one so basically Sam and I had this energy where it was just always like we want to make money we want to do cool things Sam works 24-7 so like when I'm asleep he's working when I wake up he's still awake working he loves it DL. Yeah, fully switched up, like fully yeah. But we, we'd we always have great ideas. Say we went to the pub, we wouldn't just be chatting shit. We'd always come up with like amazing ideas. But like, let's just, I would normally be like, that's a good idea, not going to do anything with it. But he plays the part where it's like, let's actually make it, let's do it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, really? And he, he pushes You're almost me like spitballing. Exactly. Cure de Garcon or Corona de, de yeah, Garcon or whatever you want to Was there a girl it. involved? For some reason, yeah. I've got a photo in my head and I don't know why because I didn't yeah, know you, yeah, yeah. any of you guys at this time. Yeah. There's a picture of three people, one of them was a girl. Yeah, Jordan. So this was coming into lockdown. I think we had oh, one Jordan last Grant. dinner. Jordan Grant. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I think we were having one last dinner and it was like, the, 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 you know, the whole country's going into lockdown. The whole world's going into lockdown. So we've gone to a friend's house in Surrey. Probably a stupid idea. We've had a massive party. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> So we've gone, we've gone and had a bit of a party. I think we've all spread corona at this point within our little group. <laughs> and we're sat there one evening, Jordan, Sam and I, and we're watching a shit film that's voted like number five films you need to watch before you die or something. The Room. Yeah, I don't know. It was like it was something like that. Yeah. And we're sat there and I start going, guys, I'm... But, oh no, the whole time we were there, we're going, we need to do something. If we go into lockdown and everyone's talking about this lockdown, we need to do something. We need to create something. You know, like bash heads. We've all got these ideas. Let's do something. We need to do something. We need to make it you know worth our time or, or I don't know what you'd say it was just we needed to make something of it and then we're all sat there spitballing and then I start sweating and I'm like guys I need to go to bed I'm like feeling terrible oh shit and I've gone to bed and I'm like soaked through and I've I've 100% got COVID patient zero yeah but yeah really bad really bad and then um, Jordan and Sam were up all night as Sam is spitballing coming up with these ideas and then they said let's just do what you guys are used to doing creating clothing brands creating merch creating memes and all these sort of things that we were doing so we created Cure de Garçon well they created Cure de Garçon and then I came on and helped with design and everything sick so what what would you say it was was it like a it was purely like the most meme fashion brand meme we bootleg everything yeah. Stussy Palace we got a season's assist from uh, Comme de Garçon oh my god which yeah. we ended up flipping and they were just like 100% fine with it like you can do it donate to charity so we, did, we had a contract for two years to be able to sell it tried oh. to get it into DSM they wouldn't they weren't that kind <laughs> they didn't like it that much <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like it that much. We sort of sent an email that was like, do you not care about charity and so on? And You've got COVID. You've spread it to your best friends. Yeah. But you come up with a thing that yeah. is going to raise money for charity. Yeah. But before we move on to like what Picante is now yeah. and how it's blown up and how you managed to secure Danny Lomas. Not once, <laughs> not twice, potentially three times. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. How many times sure. have you done it now? Well, I think two, but because there's the one when I met you. Yeah, no. Yeah. And there was the, the school one. You've done it, yes. You've done it twice, I think. Yeah. Maybe three times. Before we get into that, Danny has a question for you. Jude Taylor. Yeah. What is the worst outfit you've worn or trend you've been part of? So obviously I've gone through lots of trends that I've been part of. I think I was a scene slash goth for about a month at one no point. Way. Yeah, genuinely. I fancied someone and her whole friendship group were like scenes so I like went fully for it you know like we're talking the neon fucking little spiky things and everything oh, 
Czech were. <laughs> I don't know. You know the little like bracelets. <laughs> nice. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, I fully went for it. Worst trend. The worst. So obviously, I said, like, as I said, I've gone in and out of all these trends, and Jack Wills and Abercrombie were two brands that are so bad that I'm relating this to even talking about it on the podcast. But two brands I'd wear quite a lot, or even Ralph Lauren. Yeah. I'd wear Ralph Lauren a lot. That was me sort of coming out of that, but keeping the preppy vibe. Anyway, mm. the problem was the worst trend was polos. I would do like three or four polos that like, layered up. Three or four. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jordan used to wear two. <laughs> no, two was like every time. Say I went to Ralph Lauren, I'd have to get the matching pony for the, the polo underneath. And Sick. I did it, but I was like... Kind of rate that. That was very And then occasionally style. with like a, a shirt on top. Like I love the layering. So now when it comes like full circle and it's this ALD preppy layering, I can kind of relate and I like it. Yeah. But back then it was tragic. That is quite funny. It's quite a good one. Like I'm, ta I'm taking that as one of my favourite answers. Four polo shirts layered on top <laughs> yeah, of each other. Yeah, four is pretty fucking excessive. Yeah. Did you have got a picture sizes? somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Fucking hell. Okay, so we're no longer wearing Jack Wills. Mm -hmm. We're no longer wearing Abercrombie. We are only wearing Picante. You know, the brand is alive and kicking. How did it blow up? And why did you make it about a drink? Was there a point where you're like, oh, fuck, we've taken this kind of joke too far and we now have a brand about a drink? Yeah, so effectively, we made merch for the drink and that's all it was. It was merch. We went yeah. to LA and every restaurant, every good restaurant, every brand out there has merch. It's like a yeah. huge merch culture. So we were going to John and Vinny's, the restaurant, say, who's killer food, and, it, and the merch was great. And then we were buying it and then we went to Air One, you know, that like really expensive oh, yeah. like Whole Foods. Yeah, 17 pounds for like an olive. Yeah, pretty much. And they had a hoodie and it was like a varsity hoodie with Air One. And we were like, fuck it, we could just do this with Bacante that we love. And so we did that. And then before we knew it, we had it on Cara Delevingne. Oh my God. Yeah. Was she like the first? Yeah, she was papped wearing it. Oh my God. In Soho. And we're like, how the fuck did she get that? And then it's so, oh, so it wasn't a personal connection. It wasn't a personal connection. It turns out we gifted it to Ashley Benson, who then she was with Cara at the yeah. time. And then we ended up becoming friends with, with Ashley Benson through it. And it was like, it was a really interesting turn of event. And then Drake, we gifted Drake one. And then what? one of his like mistresses was seen leaving somewhere <laughs> nearby where he lives wearing it. Shit. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> oh my God. It was popping. And we were like, okay, if people want this as like what was funny merch. Yeah. Like, let's just, we wanted a clothing brand anyway that was going to be way more our style. We were like, let's just roll with that name. We've got the handle, let's just roll with it now. And I feel like there's a big market for like, like parody kind of stuff. So like, yeah. with stupid t-shirts mm -hmm. and stuff like that, like they kind of had a big resurgence. But this is like ironic, but good quality. Yeah. Like it's cool. It's not as if it's a joke. Yeah. It's literally just a cool brand. Well, I, I, I think that I've <clears> seen that that sort of like you've you've really like moved the brand mm -hmm. from where it was which is yeah. it was merch to now be like i can see through the instagram like the products coming yeah, out yeah. i'm like campaigns ah, and stuff june and sam want to be wearing this product every day yeah. and it's like they're taking like pieces of clothing they love and like caring about the detailing and st stuff yeah. like that rather than it being like a logo on a tee now well, so that's the issue is like, we want to make it the quality of the clothing we're buying. Yeah. So we want it to be our legacy. We want it to be, you know, what? It's Balenciaga quality. Like in the, in the factories, we see Balenciaga samples being made. Definitely don't think I can say that, but you know, they're <laughs> sat next to us and they're paying probably less than us because of economy of scale, but they're charging 10 times what we're charging. Yeah. Um, but effectively we do want to wear it every day, but the irony sells and it's like the irony is Sam and I's probably our personality and like our conversation that we have. And it's like all these like nuances of like, oh, this is jokes, like let's roll with this. But then we want the quality, like I wouldn't want to wear bad quality clothing. So we want the quality to be good. Yeah. You don't has, have to be a has, flash in the pattern. Has it been good from the start? The merch stuff was always quite good actually. It was printed, it was screen printed on champion blanks. Oh, from wow. the same guy that makes all of Frank Ocean's merch oh, in sick. Manchester, funnily enough. And it no was like way. a weird connection I made through the basement or somewhere. 
and got in contact with this guy. So even though it, so it was champion blanks, but it was blanks. Mm. And then when Bacante launched, it was all cut and sew, done with Mikey. Nice. And, and, and premium, super premium. And we wanted that from the get-go. But So for me, I do want to wear it every day. I do like the irony. I do like all these, these references, but we're sort of splitting the business into Picante every day, which is just going to be basics that we want. Clothes yeah. that I, I never wear stuff with logos really. I love a good sweatshirt or a good hoodie. Yeah. But I don't want everything to be... <laughs> or like a good zip-up. The, zip, <laughs> the zip, zip hoodie coming in January. But oh, there we go. Exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want everything to be... We do a lot of bootlegs. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. And they're done really well. And it's referencing things we like. So if it's Michelin, it's like, we love food. We love the Michelin Guide. We love cars. So it's like, it feels very us. Yeah. But do I want to bootleg everything? Do we want to bootleg everything? No, but it's just... Probably not sustainable either. It's not sustainable. Yeah, I mean, we have touch wood. We've had no season to this yet. Come, touch it. <laughs> <laughs> just touch the wooden palace. But also, like, you make it onto GQ's, like... Yeah best list mm. like very frequently you are on like gq's what's hot at the moment yeah. like what was the first kind of step towards that as well when we were doing it as merch we, we had all these contacts that worked at hypebeast gq and sending it to them and they were just ignoring it and they were like it's merch and we were like okay so we always wanted to turn it into a brand so when we did it was like right we're sending this to them now and we're saying it we're fu we fucking mean it we're here to stay we want to create a brand and then it, it was received better but it goes back to when you mentioned about like advice for people was like relationships the whole thing's relationships yeah massively we've never cold called emailed someone saying can you post about picante yeah it's always friends were like what do you think of this and they're like love it and then it's posted and it's like okay okay here's a game for you yeah i want you to how good are you at maths <laughs> i've been on a bit of a roll recently but perfect so I'm, I'm not i want to know the cumulative total followers of people that appeared in your lookbooks as because they're your mates <laughs> oh my god you, you, you've okay. got you've got to be there's got to be like at least three million followers more plus i reckon yeah who have you had oh who have we had yeah go on and who, who's the name drop always <laughs> It's a podcast. You want me to name that's, it in lookbooks or, yeah, who we've worked with? Because for me, I, the first one I saw was, I want to say, Leo and maybe Olivia or Flossie. I can't remember yeah. who it was. So Olivia and Flossie were there at the start of the brand. We became friends through Instagram in like a really, it, it was a really strange, we, we started following each other and then a, a mutual friend was like, we're at Olivia's, like, what are you up to? And then it turned out they lived at the end of my road and like oh, no one nice. lives by me. And it was, it was, so we went and had a party and they, they're such good girls and they really helped launch the brand. Yeah. So we launched, we started teasing the brand and it was private on Instagram and we didn't know how many followers we had since. It says you've got a thousand requests but and then plus but it never shows you how many more yeah so then when we went public with the profile it was on like ten thousand plus and that was oh all, i genuinely put it down to like and i owe them massive thanks for it like i genuinely think that's dan flossy and olivia like their following is so dedicated yeah 100 and also because their audience is so young and when we did launch the product then every, <laughs> impressionable when we did launch the product and everyone wanted it Everyone wanted it. I think we had like 30,000 people on the site in the first hell. minute of the first product. What? Which you wouldn't normally get. That's unheard of. It was crazy, but the, straight away, there was like, there's no sales, like no one's buying it. But there's yeah. all these people on the site. And then we're like, well, have we done something wrong? Is the website broken? You know, and we're used to selling product online, so we didn't know what was going on, but it just turned out that whole, we looked at our Instagram comments and suddenly everyone's like, 100 pounds for a hoodie, like what are you playing at? And I think they wanted prices that are a bit more affordable for that age group. Right, so yeah. and that's why you then kicked them out of your lookbooks <laughs> and you brought in <laughs> Tony, Danny. <laughs> yeah, you know what, honestly, we just work with people that are obviously impressionable, obviously that like have a great influence 
but at the same time people we really like like fat tony like absolutely love him like he is one of the greatest people you know same as you danny like whenever we can get you involved and you're it's family like it always feels so sweet like i remember when i saw you like on that shoot it was literally across the road yeah that's really weird as well literally down the road so then yeah soon i turned up you're like thank you for doing it's like no thank you like this feels fucking sick like it feels like the community so yeah that's all we want we you know we're we're happy to pay big bear in mind (laughs) for future shoot we're happy to pay big big money but we <laughs> but it's, it's not about that it's about just like working with people we love people that want to get involved and there's times we've even worked with friends that have like we've been like oh do you want to come for that friends and family shoot for instance yeah i'm gonna i'm not gonna name names but there's times you mess with people and they're like yeah i can come yeah 100 percent. that's um that'll be like 15k and you're like hang on 15k we're, we're friends we've been on holiday together like well, what does it mean 15k <laughs> But so, so who else has been in the, in the lookbooks? Then? Give, give us like a quick roll call. Well, we've had Danny Lomas, Flossie, Olivia Neal, Asa Butterfield, big one, really good. This is fucking sick. Gully Guy Leo, who I genuinely think is the funniest person. If you've heard his story, he's crazy. Leo's nuts. Him yeah. and Cora together are just yeah trouble, trouble. Yeah. Fat Tony, iconic Fat Tony. Uh, flag twins. Flag twins. Flag twins work like, on all our stuff. Like I love the flag twins. They come with like the craziest energy. Yeah. And I don't know how they're not more well known for because yeah. they they just have the craziest. energy. You can imagine them presenting. Yeah, and they will. They'll go so big. Yeah. Zach Allsop. Zach Allsop. Yeah, lovely guy. He's he's from West Country Bristol, so he's my sort of oh, yeah. area, and he's great. Yeah. You have some big names. Big names. It is quite like a community brand. Like, yeah. it's a community-based brand. It's, it's not really... It's made for people to actually wear, and it's, like, for your friends yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And then it's, like, it's cool because you feel like you're part of something rather than just wearing something. It's come it's from, like, like, hospitality and food and that whole culture around that. So talking about food and, yeah. like, restaurants and community, and that's what the base of the brand is. You had your first collab. Yeah. With Baron Jack. With Baron Jack. What is Baron Jack and how'd that come about? For me, food's been, like... I know loads of people love food, but, like... I eat I mean, it most, ju- most yeah, days. Yeah, I know. But judge me if you will, but I would never have, like, a meal. I've always been like a food <gasps> snob. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can, if you want to ask me there, what my meals are, I can do it. There's a question. There's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. But what I'm saying is that I've always been. I used to stress about what I would eat, and I was like, if, if I'm going out for dinner tonight, it needs to be somewhere nice. I can't just like waste a meal. I'd always have to have. Oh. It's almost like a bit of a unhealthy need to go somewhere nice or need to make it worth it. You know. How you judge these? Is it like a healthy option or is it just you want to eat at the top of the top because life's too short? You know what? It's a bit of a combo. It's a bit of a... Now, obviously, I try and eat healthy, but across the board, I'm like, if I'm eating, I want to eat, make sure I'm having a nice meal. Yeah. And that's always been... Is that every single meal time It's been like obsessive, yeah. What's your breakfast? Do you do breakfast? This morning, I had poached eggs and avocado, a bit basic. Brilliant. Did you do it yourself? And yeah, I did it at home. Yeah, I haven't made poached eggs in ages. I used to have a food Instagram account. It was all goose stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did this in lockdown. Right? Yeah, I used to fucking love it. So like, I had that and it was all goose Then I did one story on my main account because people started like not associating me with cooking yeah. but kind of like reacting really positively. You made some really good stuff from the looks of things. It was all a fucking recipe. Just like yeah. it was all the fucking food is in front of me and I made it from the yeah. recipe. But I did poached eggs on my account once. My first ever try and it went really well. My stories jumped up probably. <laughs> 400% really on that one story I got like tens of thousands yeah. more than I would have done on a normal story yeah. 
It was so rogue. Cutting back to it, um, so I've always loved food, and and that was another thing at uni, like going to uni in London. <laughs> what were you what? eating at uni? Yeah, so this is <laughs> this is it. Going to uni in London is like I actually regretted not going to a campus uni where you all go to a shit club, drink sours, and like yeah. I was I was in London where everything was like about going to nice restaurants in Mayfair, and you know if people were going to clubs, it was like getting fucking bottles of Belvedere or sparklers or whatever it yeah. might have been. It, like London uni was so different, but I sort of I had done all the going out when I was younger, so I didn't need to. So I would just spend all my money going for dinner. I would it hit up every restaurant I'd see on Instagram. I, I, I was like my passion more than anything. What's your like go-to meal then? What's your like favorite cuisine? Cuisine, pizza, Italian really? pizza, yeah. And where is the best pizza? I recently went to a place called Crisp W6, which is like in a in a really like standard pub pub in Hammersmith. That's where our friend Eddie worked. Really? So Eddie worked there and then Barstool Sports came yeah, yeah, and blew it up. review and yeah. then absolutely blew it up. Mm. But I've heard that is the best pizza in London. I think it's the best New York style because I think everyone's stick sick of the Neapolitan sloppy like that you can get everywhere it's great like yeah. we all love it but have you ever had a Dalai Lama pizza what? a Dalai Lama pizza <laughs> no it's uh, one with everything no what's it no no I like I like a Dalai Lama what a Dalai Lama pizza it's no. one, one with everything no never had it is it good what well, like every topping it's a terrible joke I, I with do... everything, it's like he's got all the toppings on it. No, you the can't. Da -da, da -da. <laughs> I'm not going to explain this joke to you all, okay? Fuck's sake. So, no, before Danny uh, Sorry, yeah. decided to tell we your shit joke, on I want to talk about uh, your collab. Yeah, so we did Bear and Jack at the time. Sam's Iranian, my business partner's Iranian, and obviously it's Iranian, uh, Iran, Persian food. And for me, I love anything that's, you know, like you were saying, favorite cuisine. We all do Italian, we all do Asian, Pan Asian, British. It's a nice change, something that, and it's also relatively fresh. It's like fresh grilled meats, rice. Rice is my favorite carb. That's a weird one, right? Mm, yeah, yeah I think fuck, marry, kill, potatoes, rice. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I'm ditching the rice, I reckon. Oh, are you? No, I'm like marrying like the rice. I love it. I See, feel that's... like I feel like I've actually said that, and I've actually thought about all the cuisines I, I love that have rice as the main <laughs> carb. And now, now, I'm, now I'm shook. I've heard uh, <laughs> rice is essential, but like bread can go. Um, yeah, so Baron Jack, one of our favorite restaurants, and it made sense for us because the brands come from a um, like a food hospitality background. And so is that something you want to do like collab wise? Because you know you mentioned on some of the other content we've made is like collab for collab sake. Are you like, oh, we want to do like, you know, an Aries collab. We want to do like a Givenchy collab. Or no. you're like, no, we want to do, we want to do Nobu collab. We want to do like, you know. Yeah, genuinely. So we've had brands come to us and say, you know, we'll give you 30 grand. Can you do a collab with us? Or we oh, can, wow. we'll give you this. Can you collab with us? And it's like, for us, food is more important. We yeah. want to build this Bacante guide, mainly because so many people message me saying, where should I go for food? And I know we're going to get onto that. And you're going to ask me what my favorite restaurant is. And it's genuinely a struggle. I get obsessed with it and stressed about it. I'm like, I don't know. There's so many. And it's like, and everyone was texting me like, I'm in Shoreditch, where should I go for food? I'm like, well, fucking price point, cuisine. Yeah. You yeah. Know, do, do you want to, is it like formal? Is it informal? It, that is one of the worst so questions. Was like, where should I go? And he's like, well, how many people are there? Like, are you <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. quick? Like, what do you want to eat? Like, because people do it all the time, yeah. don't they? Like, do you want a snack? Do you want a fucking sit down, you know, what mission is that, whatever it is. But so many people were asking. I always wanted to do this thing called Jude Eats. And yeah. it was just going to be like a, but everyone does a food page, but it was just going to be somewhere I could, I wanted a URL that I could just ping off people when they asked me and go, fucking put it in there. 
yeah. it'll tell you where I recommend. Yeah. And it was just like a map with price points and everything. It was like a full. But then we decided to do that for Bacante because of the, you know, the relation to food. So back to the question, what were you saying? Food collabs would love to, would love to work with restaurants. So I think for the guide, we're going to do one-off t-shirts. Sick. For, for each restaurant. It's like, so what we do on this as well is like when we have the, like the recommendations on the bonus content, what we want to do is compile it all into like a Google map. Yeah. So whenever someone recommends a spot, it'll bring up like points of interest on this map and then yeah. you click on them and be like this person recommends this place and I can maybe like a little note yeah. about it thought that was really cool and not many people are doing it because you know Michelin do you know how the Michelin star came yeah. about it was about like it's people not really owning cars who, yeah. so it's like where's the best place to go and travel to and then it's always become so prestigious now so yeah that's exactly what we want to do we want to create the Picante Guide which is more of a contemporary and we can do it with you we can do it in collaboration with anyone we can you know just ping off them I want to be able to just send someone a, like a, a map and they can just guide where they want to go yeah what's the restaurant that you'd love to see the merch for like the John collab, Vinny's collab. in LA is like mega yeah so I've got the brain dead collab they did yeah well they've worked with everyone I haven't even seen that collab they do so many but the food there the vibe the music everything is perfect I want to talk about where Picante's going yeah but before we get to where Picante's going we need to know really important question yeah the Picante you make and you're about to release is yeah. so hot that it sets your house on fire <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Seamless. Yeah. Your house is on fire. You can save one item of clothing from your wardrobe. What would it be and why? You know, I've had to think about this. You know, I've actually become a lot less precious about my clothing. I used to really care about it all, but now I've got a girlfriend and she wears everything and ruins it. I've already just like <laughs> given up on everything. But um, I think I've narrowed it down to three pieces. Can I do three? Let's or do it? three. Because I, I reckon three. I can grab all three in one. Mm. In a fire, I could grab In three. one swoop. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, we're staying over yours, so we can all take one each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. So, you know, what they're not too groundbreaking one would be the our legacy stussy denim tears vasty oh just because that was is the... this what you're wearing now no i'm not wearing that today no what's the one you're in now because that's, oh, that's an cool. amy leondor new york it's a similar oh, it's one you wanted to buy you wanted to buy it Did oh, you? Wait. you can try it on if you want oh the um ald new york Oh Vastly. my god! Fuck. Yeah, yeah that's it. a good one. But this, this, the Stussy Our Legacy one for me, it was like Our Legacy doing a really commercial piece, and I love Our Legacy for everything that it does that isn't so commercial. And yeah. I love Stussy, and I would buy that all the time for Trackies T-shirt. So it was like this one piece that I even was I saw on Instagram, like you were saying earlier. I was like, right, I need to go and queue for that tomorrow morning. So this for me, that means of, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like that piece. And, and then, then an Our Legacy reversible vest that I wear all the time. It's not like a t- tight to your skin <laughs> it's vest. Not it's yeah. like a gilet. <laughs> It's like a leather gilet. Oh, you've got this. If you shearling. Got it, I've got the olive one. And it's shearling inside. Shearling inside, oh, you can reverse oh, it. And then an Orally, just a navy sweatshirt. Nice. A plain navy sweatshirt yeah, that but, I wear uh, well, every single day. Well, that cost pounds. Yeah, it did cost a lot. But like, if I'm, I should be wearing it today, but it was in the wash, but I wear that every day. <laughs> just this one jumper. Yeah. It's just the fit and material's perfect. Yeah, it's a great brand. I think as we move into the future, you know, like you spoke about brands that you love, but what brands are you looking forward to? What brands are coming up that you're like, they're exciting. Like I think Orly, they're quite a big brand, but in the UK, they're not that well known. Yeah. Is there any brands of that? Uh... You've just kind of given me the answer there because I was I was, was going to struggle with that. But I think Orly is a brand that I found in like a random sweatshirt shop in East London where it was this guy working from an office. You guys would probably know him. I can't remember his name. Open as usual. That was the one. <laughs> Such a good and, shop. And it was this this like random it, it, all these sweatshirts in different weights, all blanks. And then there was this one Orly one that was like the last one. He was like, "Do you want to try it?" And I was like, "How much is it?" And I think it was four hundred. <laughs> 
And he was like, I'll give it to you for like 100 or something. And I was like, oh shit, oh, fuck it, let's do it. And I tried it on, it was perfect. And I've worn it for year, like five years since. I mean, that so, shop was amazing. Like, I don't yeah. think it's still about. And like, is that's why, that's why no. I found out about the brand PAR, like PAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing, it was like, bought some trousers there, bought like socks, everything. Yeah. So I think Oralee, I think it's great. They've got it on Mr. Port. They've got it on every retailer now. Was well, it Liberty now? That's why yeah. I kind of like, took me by surprise. But they need to start doing it in Japan. They've got like full looks, like really good coats and stuff that we don't buy in the UK. Well, the, the stockists don't buy. So, Aurelie, I'm really looking forward to. I'm really interested to see, I know obviously it's an obvious one, but I'm really interested to see where Amy Leondor go. Yeah. Because they're at this like peak at the moment, but I kind of see it, and I've everyone's going to hate me for saying this, but it gives me that Jack Wills vibe or the Abercrombie it's gonna, it's vibe. Gonna, it's going to burn out. Where it's like, you go to the store and it's an amazing store experience, the product's great, you have to wear like a full look. Like it works yeah. best when it's worn and styled with the other pieces. Similar to those brands I was talking about previously, and it's this preppy vibe. And I'm, I'm really interested to see how they can... How they can on. elevate it and keep it fresh every time yeah. without it being like... But here's the thing. I not think... quite Noah, but Noah was like, not the best thing that ever was, but Brandon Mabenzi left Supreme and created his own brand yeah. while Supreme at the height of being Supreme. Yeah. And then Noah now just feels really like... I don't even say like... Are we that meme? Is Streetwear dead? But with the three guys talking. <laughs> 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 I just realised it's fucking hell. Yeah. But it's um, like... No, I, I think that, like, I think, honestly, I can see it going down. I can't, yeah. like... It's, it's, at, it's the top, like, I feel like Noah's been like a gradual... Whereas, whereas like, you know, some of our American friends, they're like, it's played out already, AOD. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. we're, we're getting there. I mean, Matt Brown's already fucking it's sick of it. fresh in London, like, yeah. we haven't really seen anything, because... It's the retail experience. It's it? the retail and for experience. Me, like... and that is, it is the best. Yeah, especially in Soho, all those stores with the attitude you get. Yeah. Like, Supreme and stuff, you hate going in there, right? Even on door, you become friends with them. Exactly. And I think for me, like, this can sound like really bad, but it's like, obviously, I love Drake's. And Drake's never try to be cool. Like, they just have their own lane. And I feel like a lot of these brands that are coming up are trying to be Drake's. They're trying to put a streetwear, like, New York-y twist on Drake's. And I think because it's, although Ivy League is American, Drake's have nailed it in such a British style, which fits most aligned with the style, I guess. So then with the American style, it's like, it's cool, but the New York street scene is like kind of a fashion phase, whereas the British style will always come through. So you can style Drake's well, and if you wear it all, it is, this is so rambly, I'll see if it's cut. No, 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 so, no, I agree. I, it's naturally me... Britishly cool, but then I think with ALD, it's like after people kind of grow out, it's still kind of in that streetwear phase rather than it just being like actual staples that you could wear at 50 years old. Like if you walked into ALD as a 50 year old man, you could I'd, get I'd some buy nice what I buy there already, yeah. which is the t-shirts and the shorts. That's it. Yeah. But like with Drake's like, I dress my dad in it and he likes it because it's not me trying to make him look cool. It's just nice quality pieces, but the cuts, that the colours and everything. It's... by generations and it's like, it's timeless. Exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where Drake's goes because they have had a boom. No no matter how long they've been in the industry. Yeah, for and sure. Like, they always put out good stuff. It's like now they've actually got that little bit of hype. Yeah. Which could be a bad thing, but I don't think it is in there in this instance. Well, it's that phrase where it's like all this kind of preppy stuff is having the resurgence. So like, say, Noah, ALD. Yeah. Even like most of the Ralphie stuff now, like it's coming back. Drake's, when the tide rises, all the ships in the harbour come up. Yeah, and it is that kind of thing where that whole style is getting looked at now. I think Drake's will be the one that outlasts everything because it was going. And it's not going to outlast Ralph Lauren, of course. But I, <laughs> but I don't think there's <laughs> that one in his wardrobe. It will. But I wouldn't even say it like outlasts. I think them two are just on power. It's always going to be. They're Ralph Lauren is miles ahead. Ralph Lauren is miles ahead. Yeah, but they've of got the, all the other lines and everything. Yeah. So you kind of said this before the podcast, but for anyone who doesn't know, the <clears throat> iconic logo for Downsplaining is a picture of 
this guy's massive face wearing a massive beige hat because yeah. he's got a massive face. That massive beige hat is supposed to say something on it, isn't it? It says Picante on it, yeah. Yeah, we have... And so does the jumper. We, yeah, so we... When we launched a podcast, we were like, fuck, we need like a nice picture of like, Dan's face. You'd think that'd be easy to find since he's a model. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. actually really tricky because we couldn't find the right angle or anything like that. Yeah. And we're like, you'd just done the shoot and he's like, I really like these photos. And But that goes down Annie Reid, our photographer. She needs a shout-out. She is like, mm. I can't work with anyone else. Yeah, so, you know, every time someone looks at the Dan's playing logo, our friend Rob, who did all the design, graphic design for it, he photoshopped out the, the logo because it would have been quite weird for having a massive Picante logo on there. But yeah, so... So you want to do a clap? Is that, is we weren't going to allude to that, I'm not going to lie, that was one of the questions. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do a collaboration, 100%. I think it'd be it'd be quite cool. Like, what fun, could yeah. you imagine a dance planning collab to be? Now that you've like... Delve deeper into styles. I think our, it uh, works styles. with a lot of your shit jokes and the irony. I think it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean shit? <laughs> I think it works. It's tongue in cheek. Exactly. And good quality and tasteful. You know, and it's like what my jokes? No, not your jokes, but just like okay. the full, <laughs> the full package. So you know, obviously now you've got the collab coming up with dance planning, but you do have a drink coming out. We do have a drink coming out. You said that you know. You what type going... of drink is it, Jude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a picante. And how's someone going to buy that? Why are they going to buy that? I think they're going to buy that because we're coining it the original Picante or the official Picante. I think it's the original Picante. Nice. And we own all the trademarks. We've been, like you mentioned, we. Wait, you sorry, what is a Picante for that? I just realised us being like absolute twats who go to Soho House, yeah, yeah. we know what it is, but there's people who won't know what it is. What is a Picante? A Picante is a Tommy's margarita, but a spicy margarita. Normally served in a short tumbler over ice. With, with It's basically a spicy margarita. Yeah, it's got chilli in it. It's got chilli in it. It's a great drink. If you have too many, you can get a bit of heartburn, but it is. I had a mate who died of heartburn. No. I uh, can't believe Gavin's gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> your, face a at, your face at first was, was really... so sincere. Yeah, like, oh shit. I'm kidding. It's my mate Rennie. No, I've heard that one, mate. You, you didn't get me there. It's one that Jordan told me at the weekend and I've not stopped loving it. Uh, how would you turn a duck into a soul singer? I don't know. Put it in the oven till it's Bill Withers. <laughs> You've been riding that one. I love it so much. So where are people going to be able to buy the Picante drink? So obviously, we own the trademark. We, we've we created, like you alluded to, we've created this culture around the, the drink and the word Picante. So I feel like it is only right. When we thought about it, Sam and I, we were like, why have we not done the cocktail? Yeah. You know, that was like, that should have been the first thing before it was a clothing brand. But our minds weren't set on, let's make a, a cocktail. Yeah. We just wanted a clothing brand. We took the name. The cocktail is coming. It's a drink that we do drink. We've made it in collaboration with JKS restaurants that, you know, own Bao. Bear and Jack, Jim oh, Carter. Wow. So like they've got, I think they've got about seven Michelin stars. Oh These guys God. know what they're doing. Yeah. So w- when we were talking to them about creating this cocktail, it was like a no-brainer. Good quality because they can produce the best quality. Yeah. It's going to be releasing next week, so, so uh, be, it'll probably be live. Yeah, be live. It'll be live. Super limited quantities. Small, like almost like a friends and family launch. I think most of them will go to people like you know yourselves. Oh, so people. Well, so the public aren't going to be able to buy it. The public will be able to buy it. There's so few. Oh shit. That we're mainly going to be gifting them and and then January we're going to be doing parties we're going to be hopefully getting a bit of sponsorship hopefully getting a bit of investment and going big with it I want to do parties I want to sponsor events yeah this is not going to be like a one-off drop we're going to do like a it's like a small Christmas drop yeah and then I want this I want to see this everywhere so it'll probably be Zap Harrod Selfridges you actually got me into Zap I'm not going to lie really it was through (laughs) your Instagram and now I use it all the time yeah no I'm like addicted Uh, yeah yeah my grandparents are like why don't you go to Lidl why don't you go to Aldi and do a week shop I'm like I'm just (laughs) 
just getting a zap every five minutes of the day, you know, like, oh, need butter, oh, need squash. It is dangerous. Yeah. It is dangerous. It's dangerous, but it's great. So other than the drink, have you thought about pushing Picante into other areas? So like maybe homewares, we have a friend named Junior who does cremating scents. Mm -hmm. I think that would be quite a good one. Yeah, we have spoke with Junior. Have you? Yeah, we have. You've oh, yeah, I put you in contact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I love fragrance. Like my house is kitted with candles, you know, Dipti, yeah. Lelaba, all of those, I love them. So for us to do a candle, I think would be great. Yeah. We have actually done a candle previously, oh. but it was more on the merch side and it was us creating the actual Bacante scent. So it had <laughs> notes of tequila, notes of lime, top notes of chili. Sick. Sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah, but it was actually really good. It kind of, yeah, it was good. It sold, sold really well. Nice. And we did that with an amazing perfumer, but we want to do this again, but instead of making the cocktail scent, just create a scent we like. Yeah. Because Picante, obviously it can be so literal in terms of it's a cocktail, it's a clothing brand, but we don't want it to be one thing or multiple things. We want it just to be like a lifestyle brand that yeah. it's just it's things we put out. Exactly. So, yeah. the final question of the main pod, before we head over to yeah. the bonus content, we word this in many different ways. We try to do metaverse, try to do whatever. Yeah. Fuck that. Literally, what would be your dream fit? My dream fit? Oh, so like grails or just like what I would wear all the time? Because I like the metaverse one. Even though I don't like the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. I like the, like, what would I wear all the So is it like me it's, every day? It's, yeah, it's re you, how are you going to represent yourself for the rest of the time? Can I have two options? Go for I'm, it. Like, it you guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the most indecisive person ever. <laughs> This is why it's so hard to have a clothing brand. Put stuff out. Yes, I am the most inside person. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> that is me. For me, it would probably be um, I've got an R Legacy. Fucking R Legacy. An R Legacy <laughs> double breasted, like relaxed black suit, which is just like crazy. That dressed down with a white t shirt. But if it was if it was me going casual, probably it'd be like a wide wool oversized pair of trousers. Beautiful. A white trainer. It would be white tee, like a vintage white t shirt. Yeah. Anything. When it comes to t shirts, like just anything. And then probably an oversized hoodie one of our big picante hoodie long overcoat which probably, one probably the most minimal one we do oh yeah so i'm so obviously the business is doing the everyday and it probably just be a completely plain picante hoodie i think it's the best cut quality yeah that with a probably a brown wool double breasted overcoat and a beanie i've got to wear a beanie nice so beanie shades what are the beanie shades say yeah, what, what brands what does the best what beanie? Brands? what does the best shades oh best beanie we just released the picante one which actually is up there Nice. Okay. So, you know, I said earlier, I think that to get a fully rounded view of Jude and Jude's escapades, yeah. we need to throw the bonus content into this podcast. Oh, we're going to do it in one. We're just going to go through it. Yeah. Oh. Announcement. <laughs> Speech. <laughs> bonus content. Okay, so for some people, they wouldn't have heard this format before, but this is a little quick fire round of some of your favourite spots. Now, we did send you this before, because as you said, you are the world's most indecisive person, so you better have some answers for us. Yeah. And then we have some great audience questions. We do indeed. Okay. So Jude Taylor, for the bonus content, for the quick fire round, starting off, what is your favourite place to grab a drink? Probably one of the JKS pubs, either the Cadigan or the George. George and Fitzroy. The George and Fitzrovia. George for your birthday. Was it's it? had my birthday. Yeah. Good boozer, good food. Yeah, really. 100%. Favorite place for lunch? For lunch, I always do like a healthy lunch. So it'd probably be like food philosophy, which is like this little Greek canteen where they have like food made and you just sort of like pick a salad or whatever it might be. That or Atis, which is like a salad. Oh, yeah. Place. I had Atis two days ago yesterday. Yeah, super I mean, easy. 18 quid so for a few expensive. leaves. <laughs> so overpriced. But it's like, but especially when you get it delivered, yeah, it's like it's 20 quid a bowl, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, but, so but good. it's so good, yeah. So good. They're at date spots, so where would you take a date somewhere? Like, it doesn't have to be a restaurant or anything, just where would you like to go for a date? Date spot for me is where we did our collaboration, Baron Jack. Me nice. and my girlfriend always go to Baron Jack, yeah. It's not really like a traditional date spot, but love it. Did they have more spots? Soho so. and London Bridge. If 
If not, if it's an anniversary, River Cafe. Every time, River Cafe, best restaurant in London. Favorite multi-brand retail store? Trabian, just for product discovery. It's small, but like, oh, wow. they always put you on the like, nice niche brands. I love it. Sick. Favorite single brand retail store? Amy Londor. Currently, Amy Londor. Yeah. In London, I think what they did with Soho was great. What would it have been before ALD then? Because that's obviously only been good oh. for like few like six months in London probably our legacy just because I shop there and it's such a boring our legacy aiming on door but probably makes sense yeah favorite vintage store uh brute in Paris or is it brew or brute or what, what, what do you what do you call the champagne when it's a bra it's a brute 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 a brute brute. <laughs> yeah, brute yeah brute Paris super cool very Drake have you been don't know they upcycle like vintage Levi and vintage silhouettes uh, vintage clothing and make it like Drake silhouettes perfect Sick. incredible favorite album blonde Frank Ocean 100% just just because it's like the top my it's my top played you always say that don't you George I know you everyone but like it is an exceptional album isn't it when people say like favourite album it's always like of all time but then yeah. George's like I'd actually have to say it's Frank Ocean yeah being completely honest favourite song Sweetest Taboo Sade 100% nice 100% can't go wrong with Shadow. Favorite Instagram page? It'd have to be a food page. Probably Food Fills. A guy who posts like exceptional food pics. Like incredible. Not Sam Euclid? Sam Euclid? Oh, he, no, he's great though. He How does do the videos, it? right? Yeah. Sam, I don't know. His, his stuff's incredible. This is what I was saying to you. It's brilliant. It's he's got just... like the best eye. He's just got the best eye for 100%. capturing moments. It's yeah. almost like, yeah, capturing moments usually is like photos, but he just has really romantic. It's like a hidden camera, but so still. Yeah. It's as if he fabricates it, but it's so natural yeah. it can't be replicated. Yeah, perfect. Brilliant. Favourite book? Um, I haven't read a book in ages, which is terrible. <laughs> but the first one that springs to mind is The Game. Have you ever heard of The Game? It's like yeah, a great rapper. No, no, no. The game, it's, it's a book called The Game. It's about a pickup artist on how to get girls. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> you, you, know you, don't, you don't want that as your favourite no, book. No, no, genuinely though, because I used to like hire it out at school. I used to like give it to everyone. All, all the guys would be like, what's no. that book? Yeah, genuinely. You're basically the London Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. That no, but it's the first book that comes to my mind. <laughs> but it, it's interesting, right? It works. Favorite movie? First one that springs to my mind always is Home Alone 2 in New York. It's I've never seen Home Alone. You're not. You're joking. No, nope. but I guess we go, the time. Should we go Christmas expedition to watch Home Alone? Christmas expedition. What's that? <laughs> I mean, you just leave the house. For fuck's sake. Yeah, Home Alone 2 or Big Daddy or Alfie, the new one with Jude Law. Basic films, but just homely. Favorite TV series? Breaking Bad or Stranger Things. Nice. I played beer pong with Charlie Heaton, who's uh, Jonathan. I, I can see you guys getting on well. He's from Brillington. Really? Yeah, he was a drummer in a band. Odd-looking, skinny white guys. <laughs> <laughs> he was a drummer in a band, and he got picked up after a gig, and he'd be like, you look like you'd make a good actor. And he was like, oh, fuck it, why not? Yeah. Fair, <laughs> a huge Hollywood actor. Favourite art gallery? Uh, I went to one in Copenhagen ages ago, a modern art one. I think Louisiana, yep. is it called? Yep. Super cool. I went there when I was really young, and that was like my first sort of proper art gallery I went to. Great. And finally, favourite brand of all time? I think we can all guess that. Picante. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, okay? I was going to say legacy. I'm worried that after this, you and Sam are speaking more. So we're going to say Picante as your favourite brand of all time. And my favourite brand, and Matt Brown's favourite brand, and Danny's favourite brand, and Lola's favourite brand. Yeah. Lola yeah. is in a now legacy jacket as well. No, today. Picante. Picante. Oh, Picante, sorry. Yeah, she's in a Picante jacket. And now, the moment you've all been waiting yeah. for. The audience so, questions. I'm glad I prepared for those. Yeah. Yeah, that was seamless. <laughs> that was perfect. I'm going to start with, you have to give one up. Birkenstock Boston's or New Balance 550s. 
get get rid of 550s. I think they're just like painfully played out now. It was such a good. I think three weeks silhouette. ago you posted about seven pairs. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> I, lo- I think I think it's the best silhouette of this year. I think it's a classic silhouette as well. I love it. Love all the colorways that came out, especially the Emilion Door ones. But it's just painfully played out. I think they just rinsed it. Whereas the Boston, I've been wearing for about six years now and even though it's like really high in popularity now it's a great shoe yeah there's not really a replacement yeah exactly chocolate in the fridge or in the cupboard fridge ketchup in the fridge or the cupboard fridge really yeah yeah ketchup 100% yeah ketchup's in the fridge for me yeah. do you know what I'm actually I have my ketchup in the fridge because me and my father maybe just keep it in the fridge but I think it tastes better <laughs> do you just spit a trigger fucking <laughs> It's also the hard bit, whatever. What was that? Sorry. But I think... What was that? Oh, we give it a fridge because, you know, we give it a fridge. Fuck off. How have you got a podcast? You can't even real fucking sentences. But I think ketchup tastes better when it's out the fridge. Room temperature ketchup tastes better. Half an hour before. No. How? Fucking, I'm not up prepared, Matt. (laughs) Put it in microwave for a little bit. (laughs) No, no, it's got to be cold. So I've got some questions from people that know you as well. You can tell by yeah, some, how, how rude Surely someone are. hasn't asked me where I keep my ketchup. So, so chocolate and ketchup were both actually me. Yeah. Really? I was, yeah. like, wait, wait, I was really? thinking about it today okay. and I was like, fuck, I'm just going to sling it on. So give up good food or having a blue tick? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That is doesn't such, matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> that is such a good question. <laughs> No comment. No, um, get rid of the blue tick. That's such a good question. <laughs> and then how much do you spend eating out in a month? We want a number. You actually want a number? Yeah. I haven't filed my accounts this <laughs> You put it off. But I worked... It, oh, I don't, I don't think I can say. We're talking four figures. It's a lot. <laughs> in one restaurant last year, Sam and I did 25 grand, I think, in the year. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you were single, yeah. would you go on Love Island? I considered it. I got I got, I got, got a message about it. Really? I, was, yeah. I thought it would be funny. I went through a period of being single and was like, fuck it, let's do it. I think it would ruin me, though. I know people who've gone on it, obviously your neighbours as well, and I've spoken yeah. to them all about it. Yeah. And they've just said, there's no, yeah, it's, no, I'm not doing it. Could never do that. Do you only hang out with people who have their first name as their at? <laughs> <laughs> These questions are great. What's the most white claws you've ever drank in one sitting without shitting yourself? <laughs> and we also have, what percentage of your body is white claw? <laughs> <laughs> great paid ad, great company. Drunk a lot. I went, on, went to a festival with them and we ran out of water. Like in the, in the, camping, in the campsite, we ran yeah. out of water. So we had to wake up and just drink white claw. And showered with white claw. And showered, yeah. Nice. Disgusting. How is your caption game so strong? So I had, I've, I've gone through a couple of group chats. Delegation. Just, <laughs> delegation. Best way of putting it. I've asked so many people. I've actually, people, if I text them and I say, what should I caption this? They hate me. So I've, I've, ge- I've genuinely had to just start coming up with them myself and they're terrible. I, can't I Google was. like puns. I have like, actually ghostwritten one of Jude's captions. Which one was it? I can't remember I, yeah, on top of my head now. How do you continue to connect with people in a city like London? I think it's tough. I think the whole, the whole thing, we're all part of it. It's like going to all these events, you meet so many people. There's a lot of pressure around it as well. You go to the same events, you meet the same people and then you meet new people and it's so good, but there's a constant pressure. If you, if you don't go out, like recently I've been trying to eat healthy, not eat out as much, cook at home and spend less. You suddenly feel like disconnected. So there's a lot of pressure to do it. But then when you go out, it's, it's when you don't go out, you're like, oh, I can't really be bothered. But then when you do go out, you actually enjoy it and you're like, this is great. For sure. I suppose linked to that then. Which is the all-time best Soho house? Miami. Beach House Miami. Mm. Mm. Is that quite a new one? No, it's been, go- it's been going for a while. What brings you the most joy during a normal day? So I guess it's like, how do you chill out? How do I chill out? Vaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm giving up. What brings me the most joy? 
Yeah. Going for a run, having a good lunch, a good atis. Nice. Mm. You know, this is coming out around Christmas time. What do you want for Christmas, Jude? What's on the Christmas list? So I am 100% the most difficult person to buy for. My girlfriend's been looking since October and she is every night just looking fed up. And I'm like, what's up? She's like, you're a fucking present. I don't know what to get you. It's hard. I mean, I've what had, do I've you guys had, want? No, I've had this issue as well. It's like, you know, if you earn decent money, yeah, yeah especially more than your partner, yeah. and then you kind of buy everything you want and you're really nerdy about stuff. So it's not like, yeah, oh, I can it, go buy it. it. Yeah. What you just said is, per- is I'm nerdy about stuff. Yeah, so it's like, there'll be brands we love, say our legacy, and there's certain things I won't like, but there's other things mm-hmm. that I'll be like, no. And she'll be like, well, I put this our legacy. And I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want it. Don't just go to our legacy. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. And it's like, I want knives at the moment for the kitchen, but I don't just want any knives. I want like Japanese, like handmade. I want to know about where it's made. I want story. I want like, story with everything. I want you to story tell me as I open up these presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I'm glad. I'm so glad you said that because I'm the exact same. You... I even think there's always like good stuff you can go for, like some obvious things, just like a nice candle, candle, like, an, an air hand wash. Yeah. Well, I know, I know what I want. Yeah, go on. Van Cleef bracelet. Yeah. Do you look actually? at you. Yeah. I really want a Van Cleef bracelet. Yeah, I, I was looking earlier myself. They're really? expensive. Yeah, that was, I'm looking at him to buy me one. <laughs> how much is it? Uh, well, it depends. It depends how many quid limit on this secret depends Santa. Many, depends how many clothes you, clo- you want on it. We've got a 50 quid limit on our secret Santa for us three. It's not a secret Santa, just what we're fucking... Well, listen, right, but you earn the most money out of all of us, so we'll do it, we'll do it as percentages, yeah? So you can buy me a Van Cleef. I'll just give me the one clover one. Like, it's just like, that's only like, maybe like 850 or maybe like 1200. £8.50, I can do that. All right, yeah. fine. Well, if you three chip in then. Yeah, I'll chip sick. in. I want one as well. You're always posting about food. What's your meal deal? Rogue one. I don't know. It depends where you get it from, right? But for me, tuna mayonnaise with cucumber, not sweet corn, tuna mayonnaise. Sarni. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then crisps, either cheese and onion or salt and vinegar, but I'm really liking those salt and vinegar McCoys at the moment. <sighs> Banging. Really good. Like that with a tuna mayo, like really like the crunch and really sharp with the salt. Do you put them inside? No, I could do. <laughs> I haven't really considered it. I couldn't tell you the last time I had Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> I could do it. I'd enjoy it. What's your, drink? What's your drink with that one then? Coke Zero. Can. Coke Zero? Yeah. Yeah, Fuck my fridge is full of that. Yeah, I love them. I'm a full fat. Give up sex or good clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not very mutually exclusive. <laughs> uh, good clothes, give them up. Nice. Yeah. Do you tan? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do tan. I do tan. I actually tan really well for a ginger. Okay. Yeah. Did you I have well? two more. I, I feel like you've have you got, got a good I reckon I tan better than well. you, Danny. Oh, Danny. Oh my really? god, I don't tan at okay, all. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna say I don't see sunlight. <laughs> The tan, the tan. You seen that PlayStation over well, there? This, I don't go outside. This will be the the running order of tan, I think. Yeah. Then because he tans beautifully. I mean, you can't. Your name can't be Brown, and you can't tan well. He yeah. does go Matt Brown. Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I can see it. I, I can see it. I go very, very, very brown. You go very yeah, I've brown. seen that as well. <laughs> and uh, Danny, we went on holiday together, all of us lot. And uh, he got so I excited. I do go a colour. He was I, like, <laughs> I get colour. I go white. He was if basically I'm translucent. He was basically showing me like his whole genitalia to show me the difference between his normal colour. And, <laughs> and it looked like a summer roll. <laughs> it was. It was stunning. <laughs> translucent. What's your New Year's plans? I'm not big on on New Year's. Nah, I don't shit. know about you. Yeah, shit. I go back. I'm going to, to the Cotswolds and go and I'm get staying in a nice house, having a bar. Barbecue. Barbecue. Nice, yeah. In New Year's, that's a bit. But yeah, like some sort of cookout. Best Christmas song of all time. Um, Sing it for us. No, it, it, I, I was listening to it on the car in the way here. Yeah, what was it? Um, Probably, what's, what are their names? You know them. Pretenders, 2000 Miles. Pretenders, yeah, let's say that. How does that one go? <laughs> oh, you ain't me. You ain't falling for that one. No. Most famous person in your phone book? Probably Ashley Benson, maybe, or <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> yeah, let's say Travis Scott. What's it? You actually have his number? Yeah. Okay. Say that for the podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I, I'd have to have a scroll. Does it annoy you if people sing Hey Jude to you? No, not at all. Love it. Oh, really? Come on, bring it on. You, we are going to say that you are now the, our second favourite Jude, obviously, okay. after Jude Bellingham. Okay. Does that, does that piss you off? Yeah. No, I, oh, I actually messaged take, him. I take... actually messaged him and said, well played the other day. Do you want the handle? I, I, I no donate way. him the handle. Uh, yeah. I would donate him the handle. Lola, what would you donate to Jude Bellingham? <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> What would you take after that then? Jude Bellingham. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing genius. That is quality. How many photos are in your camera roll? Great question. Too many. Honestly, I take pictures of... So I've got a problem where I take pictures of every meal I eat, even if it was a meal deal. I take pictures of absolutely everything. Do so you want to see what I had today? Oh, I've got 75,000. So I just got a new phone. I don't think they've all That's come through yet. your kit. Nice, nice sauna. Bacon, cheese and spinach on some sourdough. So here we are, 185,000. But I'm pretty sure it was what? on more. What I think that's still fuck? refreshing from my old phone. <laughs> Man's I think it's 15. over 200. Yeah, that's because all your photos of you are on my phone because you made me take them. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, beanies or caps? Beanies. Best store you get discount in? Would probably be f well, just clothing or food? Either. Yeah, probably Amy Londor. <laughs> what would be your three-car garage? Three-car garage. Dream three-car garage. An old vintage Targa, Porsche Targa, Mercedes SL, convertible Pagoda. And then I'd need a modern car. So, so probably something, we're toying with the idea of electric, but probably probably a, a modern Carrera 4S. Or if I went electric, a uh, Taycan, Taycan yeah. or a uh, probably a Tesla. One question is going to lead into another one for our final one. Is a Picante actually any good? I'm sick of them. <laughs> but yeah it's a good cocktail yeah and then as you are sick of them what is Jude Taylor's cocktail of choice Negroni oh every time yeah and I guess we'll leave it as that on the on the Picante par <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, again, you hate picantes. You don't really want to wear your clothes, apparently. <laughs> is this recorded? Yeah. <laughs> so, Does it come across that, do you think? I think obviously being so synonymous with picante, we were hoping we'd a lot more stuff about you rather than just make it a full picante podcast. Yeah. And I think this has done it justice. It has been a pleasure and an honour parting hard with you, sir. And I think now we should take this off mic and over to the bricklayer's arms. 100%. Guys, thanks so much for having me. And if you want to know where to follow Jude, us. it's... At Jude. Bellingham. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> at J-U-D-E currently. Maybe at Jude Bellingham. Yeah. If he gets that, that message back. Thank you very much, boys. Thank you, Cheers, Jude. Guys, it's been a thank pleasure. You. Catch you in a bit.